Yo, 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 live on location. Me and the blackest one tapping in with y'all after the game four of the WNBA finals where the Las Vegas Aces closed out the Connecticut Sun three to one. And here we are, 67-64. Game four went down and the Aces complete the journey and win that championship. But before we get into all of that with game four, we last hollered at y'all at game two. So we gonna back up a little bit to game three and bring it back to game four and wrap this whole thing up in a nice little boat. So let's get into that game three where the sun, the Connecticut sun came out like, and let me say it, I was on the last episode saying I had my brooms getting ready. I, I was wrong. I was wrong. Connecticut came and said, hold up, hold up. They hit me with the lead course, so not so fast, sweetheart. <laughs> Tell me to slow down. We ain't going to just do it that way. You know, in the NBA, we call this a gentleman sweep, but, you know. Game four was not, you know, we're going to get into that, but it wasn't no no gimme. So, you know, they fought. They showed up. What you thought about how they came out game three? Black? I think uh, game three, the Suns came out with, like, so much aggression defensively and offensively. Alyssa Thomas, man, I think that was her game right there. First player to ever get a triple-double in the finals. Mm-hmm. Big shout-out to her. I thought Tamika Catchings was the first, but, man, big shout-out to Alyssa. And what she did, she she got out there and got aggressive. That free throw line floater slash jumper that she shoots, she was milking that. She was attacking. She was looking more for herself. She was looking for her teammates. Like, what I expected out of her, and, and the reason I say she's one of the most versatile, if the most versatile player, she showed it all game three. And I feel like that's why the Suns won. I feel like she put a spark into the team. Defensively, they was everywhere. Jaquel Jones, she was doing her thing. She was blocking shots. I feel like they came out and they didn't want to go home game three. Can can we just talk about, take a one pause just for Alyssa Thomas. She got two surgically repaired labrums in each shoulder. Like how you, yeah. how she, you talk about the definition of toughness. Definition. Like both shoulders had surgery and she out there still with them not all the way right and doing triple doubles and balling and the level of physicality she brings yes. is, you know, to know that I was listening and I heard them say, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. That's that's like, that's yo, crazy, right? yo, hats off. And she down there getting 15 rebounds. Come on, 10 now. assists, a dub on the point. Like she, that game three. She led the charge of not, no, nah, this, we ain't over with. We got a fighting chance and so forth. Um, and how big was Bonner that game, though? Game Bonner, three. Bonner stepped up and played two. That's the Connecticut Suns that Son. I see the potential in. Like, they so up and down games. Like, with Connecticut, they'll come in there and they'll give you a good game or blow you out. But then they come in sometimes and they'll be like, man, this ain't the same aggressive team that they usually be. I feel like uh, when they look back on this series, they gonna look at game one, game three, and game four. And and out of them three games, they got one, but they gonna look at game four too, man. They had a, a five point turnaround where yeah. they she uh, Bonner had to shoot three free throws. They came out and got a bucket and tied the game. They had so many chances, but careless turnovers. I think Bonner was taking the ball outside out of bounds, and she just threw a dart down low to try to get to Jones, and 
Asia was right there with the steal in the clutch. I feel like down the stretch and and in both games, the games that they lost uh, outside of the blowout in, in game two, I feel like the curlless turnovers, uh, the curlless turnovers was one that kind of blew Turnovers them. hurt them. Turnovers really hurt them. I feel like they their game plan and stuff, it, it got there. I feel like it could have been more in position to get right. You know, this new day and age, it's, it's a lot of perimeter screen and rolls, it's a lot of dribble handoffs, it's a lot of that. And when you got a, a woman like Jaquel Jones down low, you know, uh, Alyssa Thomas, like how aggressive they is, they gotta really make it physical. I just think like the curlish turnovers down the stretch and um, them not being consistent, which I felt that they were finna be consistent. I feel like once you beat the champs in the previous round, I feel like, oh, they, they might have took another step as a team. They just seem like they just sometimes you, you don't know what you're going to get from the Suns. And, but when you, when when they cl- clicking on all cylinders, they, they definitely are tough out. What did you think about coming into that game for? Going into the game, how did you feel? Like, you don't want to get to that, you know, this is in the WNBA's game five, but same thing for game seven. You don't want to get to that position when you were already in position to close out. I always try not to put my emotions so deep into a game because you got to stay locked in. I feel like they were emotions was everywhere. The Connecticut Suns, I feel like they didn't stick to what they did game three. Even though uh, they should have expect like uh, Asian was going to come out extra aggressive, especially on offense, because like they was killing them game three on offense. But game four, they should have been ready for the punch. And I feel like it was an up and down game for them. I feel like, man, at one moment it, it was belief. And then in the next moment, it'd be like, oh, we might finna lose. And I feel like them emotions there made them make curlish turnovers. Like, I think the biggest thing for Connecticut just losing this whole series in, in a hole was like, man, just curlish turnovers. And when you you playing a fast team, a shooting team, a team that's getting getting their shots up and all that stuff, you yeah. definitely can't turn the ball over and give them even more chances at getting another bucket or, or running the score. I definitely agree with that. When you look at the turnovers, it, and I think it was the timing of some of those turnovers that mm-hmm. was happening for Connecticut. Like you said, the, the inbound passes down the stretch, it was kind of like not crazily forced, or it was like some bad timing turnovers. And then you had the the, the aces capitalizing like they're supposed to, coming down, making plays, you know, getting to the foul line, doing different things. What did you see from Kelsey Plum? in game four that you like? Game three and four from Kelsey was big for me. She didn't have, it wasn't a three-head monster them first two two games. I feel right. like Chelsea and Asia kind of led the charge in the first two games. They was looking for Kelsey to come anywhere and she just couldn't make a bucket. But I feel like definitely game three, that first half, Kelsey came off extra aggressive versus Courtney. She was really attacking her every yeah. chance she got. And it showed she really got her rhythm early. And it's starting to look like the recipe for them. You know, Asia's going to maintain the rest the, the whole game. If Kelsey come out and get get aggressive early, you can end it with Chelsea at the end because she make big, for sure, big shots at the free throw line that you need. I think Kelsey, man, tip my hat off to her, her defense on the post. Her mm-hmm. front and fighting. Like fighting. Jaquel Jones fighting. is a big woman. And she's strong. She's powerful. She's an MVP. She she's one of the most dominant women in the game, and and for Kelsey to fight, like she was down there fighting on the post on them switches, she was working hard, she was getting extra aggressive. So I took my hat off to her. I feel like her game three and four 
really tip the iceberg for them. When you look at the numbers and you see you see Asia and Alyssa, they both played the whole game, didn't come out. And, you know, for Asia didn't have the craziest game offensively, but she still had the double-double, had two blocks, two steals. She showed up, made some big plays down the stretch with the steals and the defensive plays when it really, really mattered. But then you go back to Alyssa, and the first player ever to get a triple-double, then she come back with a back-to-back triple-double. And she the first, not only in the finals, she the first WNBA player in the history of the game to get a back-to-back triple-double and to do it on the biggest stage there is. And we already talked about the surgeries on the shoulders and everything. Just just what does that say for her? How hard and how determined and everything she left out there on the court? She's a warrior. Like, I, I love her game. Her game is not the typical game skill-wise that you would think from any other person. What she brings to the table, you can't find too many people in the WNBA that does the same thing that she does, uh, offensively and defensively. She's a total team player. She's a total all-around player. She fill up the stat sheet, and them type players I love. You know, that's just something like me, your boy. But, you know, them type players I love. <laughs> an all-around player all, with all-around game and, and uh, much respect and love. And, man, I'm I'm, I'm glad I got an opportunity to witness that that great history we've seen with her. One of the favorite things that I got out of watching the you know the Aces win was seeing was seeing Becky Hammond you know achieve what she achieved in, in year one. I mean I thought it was dope because I felt like she first she did a great coaching job. She did an unbelievable coaching job, and then you know I pay attention to all the different things. You know what I'm saying? How the players and her team respond to her. And I could see that interaction was as genuine and they were as happy for her and she was as happy for them. Those are the type of things that I love to see, you know, from a player coach. I love to see players that that love their coach and, and they really rock it. Because that, that shows you something deeper than just basketball, deeper than just hoop, because we spend more time with our coaches and our team and our teammates than we do with our family. So when you see that genuine love, and I thought she did a class act thing when they talked to her, she she gave uh, Bill Lane Beer a lot of credit for the way he had built the team up and got it to this point. And, and he was there. I, that, I thought that was awesome. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was dope. I was glad to see Bill there. Yeah, that was big of him. And it was like that shows that it's, it's a lot of love there. And I know that the, the Asian them got a lot of love for him. So it was dope. Like we said earlier in the playoffs, like, man, you can – you, you lightweight can see a championship team before they win a championship because you see how they come together and how they play together yeah. and how just the love and the, the care and the togetherness that you see out there. And uh, and we've been seeing that from the Aces since the playoffs start. And a coach like Becky Hammond, like, man, how blessed is Asia Wilson? She got two Hall of Famers that coached her. Becky Hammond and Don yeah. Stay. Like, how blessed. That's like me having J. Kidd and Magic Johnson as, as you know what I'm saying, as <laughs> right. my coach. Like, that's just such a blessing. And, man, I'm so happy for her, her career, her mentor, her two mentors that she got from having Don Staley to give her so much game and, and how to carry herself and all that stuff to, to run into a, a Becky Hammond at, at a point in her career where she's in her prime and, whew, these next couple of years, you got to look out because, like, now she hungry. She done tasted the post. Year, year one, now bro. She year it. one. <laughs> now she wanted a little and, bit more. And, and WNBA champs, that's amazing. Yeah. Super salute. What you think about Chelsea Gray, the point guard? Just speak upon her just in general to – she's been a baller. You know, the real ballers know. You know, for her not making the all-star games and – 
and and you know really being one of the elite elite which she always has been to to finally get her just due and show the world like what she's made of what she what she's capable of to win a finals mvp to be a championship now now they gotta say not only you gotta say championship in front of her name they gotta say finals mvp so tell me your thoughts on Chelsea. That's the stories I love. The underdog, the ones that, you know, weren't promised or weren't the short shot people like that. And I mean, it shows you no matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing, never stop working, man. Like she wasn't chosen and, and, and picked to be MVP or the all-star or this or the that. What you see when you watch her, you know she has put the work in. You don't get to just fall out of bed and be able to have this level of skill and, and shot making ability and the, that just it's a combination of things man she's got like the, the whole mamba mentality thing going with, with her disposition but like the the skill the level of skill is what i'm talking about it's some men in the nba that can't boogie on people and i'm talking about some of our some of our standouts cannot get the ball and dance on you in the clutch and, and, and score buckets and be timely for their team the way that Chelsea is doing and show that she, she can do down the stretch, man. Her shot-making ability and her clutch ability is, is, is top tier. No doubt about it, it's top tier. And she had it on full display. And so for me, I just love to see somebody like that who wasn't predicted or picked out to be that type of person to show up in, in the biggest moments and show everybody like guess what I am I love like I say when everybody was losing it and everybody was putting stuff on Twitter I, I that's that's what I love to see because it's like we didn't expect that and I think that's why you see everybody reacting that way but I think it's no longer going to be that position where you don't expect it she didn't show it on the biggest stage and to see if it was a secret it's out everybody got to see that display she put on yeah shout out to chelsea gray she started this season off being chelsea gray and she ended this season where everybody called another god so what's better than that yeah, no. Nah, like you said don't show the roles don't yeah, show the roles. i got another thing man is it me or does it seem like the women, when they win championships, they kick it way harder than the fellas? Like, I was crying uh, of of the celebration and the twerking. and uh, <laughs> They just looked like they enjoyed it, had so much fun. I was so happy for their team, man, and, and, and proud of them. That, But they they just seem like they kick it way harder hey, than the, the fellas. One of the dopest parts is when, I, when they showed, when they showed De'Erica Hanby and her little daughter with the goggles on yeah. going night-night on the <laughs> I'd say, yeah, get it all the way in. Like, yeah. she'll never forget that. Yeah, the women kick it way harder than the fellas when they win them championships. That's hey, no, nah, this is one thing I noticed, though. I'm going to need them, the WNBA, to do something about it or somebody, you know, we got – where's Zeke at? Isaiah Thomas and his Sherlin. He got the he got the number one of the top-selling champagnes. Now, we're going to have to get the ladies' champagne to pop. They had, like, some Michelob beer bottles or something. I, I pay attention to details. I pay attention to beat to details. That was mm-hmm. not champagne. Need some Ace of Spade or something like what we doing? We need some champagne for these women. Yeah, man. I know Isaiah hook us up, man. Like Isaiah, man. Listen, I know what Zeke could do. He'll be on the spot. Like, please call him. Shout out the Connecticut Suns, man. They had a, a beautiful season. Uh, give them a big shout out. They worked hard. They played hard. They they represented. Courtney Williams, one of my favorite players. Yeah, they you represent. She be out there going and going ham, getting all the women uh, on Connecticut. Man, big shout out to them. Had tip off to them. Man, they fall hard. They've been knocking on that door 
for the last couple of years. They've been playing good basketball. I hope they keep it together because I feel like uh, they almost there to knock the door down. To see them get this far is big. I feel like they one of the teams to beat. I feel like they'll be back next year, especially if they stay together. I'm glad they brought Courtney Williams back. I, I hate she left in the first place. feel like she's the key to their success this year with, with all the rest of them. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing them next year. Shout out to the Aces for being championship. Shout out to Asia Wilson. She didn't get the MVP, but I still call her a triple crown because she got that championship, that MVP award, and the defensive player year. So she still pulled off the triple crown. Man, and uh, shout out to the Aces, Becky Hammond, the whole organization. Shout out to Bill Lambert to understand what's going on. And it's, it's about Man, You sound like Charles Buckley right now. You give a lot of shout outs. Like, shout out to, to, to Bill Lambert for taking time out his schedule to, to come and, and, and show them girls love and, and to support them. That, that was big. I, I love seeing stuff like that. But uh, shout out to Aces overall, Becky Hammond, uh, Kelsey, Chelsea. I love saying that, Kelsey and Chelsea. Kelsey and Chelsea, uh, Asia Wilson, all the women, all that, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all well deserve it. What you think about the Aces and what they building? They looking like it. You know, they looking like they trying to be one of them teams, like the comments or whoever, to run them off and, and, and be, the, be the dominant team. I mean, they got the, the cornerstones. You know, they got the best player in the league, MVP, defensive player of the year. They got all-stars, they got most improved, they got coach of the year. Uh, they got all the stuff. And I mean, you know, the, the owner and everybody seem to be on board for trying to, you know, support them and make them a, a powerhouse. So, I mean, you could definitely look at them like they trying to get their dynasty on. They trying to become the next WNBA dynasty out here, I feel like. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing them next year because, like, now – you know, when you win this championship, the the price is on your head. Like everybody see you. You can't Yeah, my sky gonna be back. Yeah, you can't you can't come and surprise nobody. So everybody's yeah. gonna be coming after them. So to win the great ones that won back to back, they know that they are already the ones at top that everybody wanna beat. Everybody's gonna be up to play against Asia. When you're the best when you're the best player in the game, people get up for that challenge. A lot of good players in this league. I look forward to just seeing them next year and just see what they're going to come back with and see if they take serious because you got to really be locked in and focused to win multiple championships, especially back-to-back. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see their journey, see what they're going to do. I'm excited for it. I feel like they got a core in Kelsey, Chelsea, and Asia. I feel like if they keep continuing to build around them, I feel like they'll be a contender for years to come. Well, how you feel about the job that Becky Hammond did down the stretch of that game. She was doing, you know, going a little offense, defense with substitutions. And then late she she did, you know, after going most of the game with, with Jackie Young. Jackie Young played 37 minutes in that game. And, and down the stretch, she had Raquana Williams in. Leaving yeah. her in the game allowed her to make those big shots that she made. So what do you think about? I feel like know, uh, Becky, uh, her adjustments was great. Just going like time when she put Hammy in and the like the adjustments she's made throughout the playoffs against everything. Like, man, you really got to tip up your head off to her. She's deserving of coach of the year. Like some of the moves I've seen her made doing the offense and defense, having Kelsey in doing offense and taking her out doing the defensive end because she knew down the stretch. And I feel like with them timeouts, them talks and, and the moves she made, that helped their team down the stretch. I feel like uh, with Connecticut, I feel like it, it took away and they made mistakes down the stretch. 
and I feel like it wasn't from the adjustments. That's why I was trying to yell out uh, game two and stuff like that. Like, man, you got to give an adjustment. But I feel like the gift and the curse was they played so good and almost beat them with their original game plan. Mm-hmm. The first game, and it made them stick with the re- stick with it the rest of the series, which I feel like they should have adjusted because soon as Becky seen it, she adjusted. Outside, this is what I appreciate about about Becky the way she could like. First of all, like like you said, the the, the ATOs and the game plan and the schemes and all of that is you know it's it's on point, top notch. But I felt like on a layman's time, just keeping it simple, like when. When Chelsea got boogieing like that, she didn't stop that. When it's big time moments and big time play, okay, like if it's been this, it's been that, and they struggling, like all right, let me get my MVP the ball, let her, let her get up top and let her drive by whoever. And she she put the players in them positions, and she don't like try and make it crazy complicated. She give them the ball and let everybody get the hell out their way and let them do what they do. Like I can appreciate that because I've played and seen situations where. They just don't want to just say, just give them the ball. They want to do something and draw something. Do- nah, it ain't got to be all that. She the point guard or age of the MVP. Sometimes you just get that person the ball and let them show you why they who they are. And I appreciate that she, you know, that she has that that level of freeness for her players to let them go boogie. And like, because, you know, like sometimes your coach could be your biggest defender. And it's clear that she's not doing that to them. She letting like she letting them do their thing and putting them in their best position to do that thing. And I, yeah, I, I appreciate successful. that. Her timeout play calling, out of timeout, you know, the, the play she called the for sure buck, especially down the stretch at the end of the game. I feel like that was key throughout their whole playoffs. Mm-hmm. Some of the plays that she drew up at the end of the games, during the game, and this was future coaches, man, like. You know, I know the guys got to get out there and play. They got to play the instant, but that's your time really to shine when you coming out of a timeout and you can get your team an easy bucket or you can draw up a play to put them in a situation to to be successful. And um, I love that about Becky. I feel like, man, some of them time, some of them out of bounds plays, man. She she knew exactly what they posed to do, knew exactly what she wanted, and they executed with fine colors. And I, they probably, if you if we go back to the stat sheet, don't quote me, but. Man, she probably won the time, like the most points from like coming out of the timeout and getting the bucket. All right, Black, that's a wrap on this WNBA Finals recap, man. Salute to the Las Vegas Aces, the first time in their organization winning the WNBA championship. Champions. Salute to Becky Hammond, coach of the year. Salute to Asia Wilson, MVP of the regular season. Salute to Chelsea Gray, the point guard on the finals, MVP. Salute to the WNBA, man, on the great season. This season was awesome for for those of you that have not tapped in. Please do. The Knuckleheads always tapped in and always checking them out. Y'all should support, too. These ladies out there doing a wonderful job. It's great basketball. And you will enjoy it. Black, what you think? You got something to say? Man, shout out to the champs. Congratulations. I can't wait till next year to see y'all hoop again. Yes, sir. Knuckleheads will be back soon, soon, soon. Y'all stay tuned. Players Tribute. Dot com.